0: Alright, what's good y'all? Your boy Brandon back again, another episode of the Honor Run Podcast. It's been a little bit of a hiatus, uh been in and out of the country, so I haven't been able to record lately, but we're back and we got a banger today. We got my boy Giovanni yes of sir, Bring, Bring It, it Back L V, Mr. Three P in Yo City. Yes, sir. Alright, so start out the episode. I got a few quick fire questions. Uh number one, favorite sneaker silhouette.
1: Uh, favorite sneaker silhouette would probably be the Nike Dunk. I actually do this thing in October called Dunktober, where I just wear three, uh, 30 different dunks for every single day. Oh, so like shit. Dunktober. You know what I mean? Dunk.
0: I love Dunk. Dunks. So, yeah. as bees, and how long have you been a fan of dunks? Does that uh, always be your favorite silhouette? It
1: really, actually, it's funny story. The one that got me into dunks is the co-owner of the store, Eric Adams. He told me to get on Vegas Sneakerhead in eighth grade. I got a pair of nike sb dunk loons dropped off for like 70 bucks and ever since then i've been kind of hooked
0: for sure number two favorite streetwear brand
1: favorite streetwear brand man you can just say like supreme's kind of falling off right now but yeah it's just like it goes further than that. It's just like historical. Without Supreme, it's like wouldn't be a lot of other brands. So I'm gonna have to say Supreme. They are just on the mix. It's getting more like commercial, but it's like they're so classic. You know what I mean? It's for like sure. Everyone knows Supreme. <laughs> for
0: sure, for sure. I think it's a household name everywhere. Yeah. All across the world. Uh number three, favorite high fashion slash luxury brand?
1: Uh right now I'm like big on chrome hearts. I'd be wearing a lot of chrome hearts, having a lot of chrome hearts. I like have like that's pretty much majority of my closet. Gallery Department and Chrome Hearts and two good brands. They're both killing it right now. Gallery Depths, okay. new up and coming brand, getting up there with the uh, uh, other high end brands. Like he just opened a store in Miami. Like yep. same stores next to Dior, and he's like black owned business from like 10 years old you know what i mean so yeah. it's good to see brands strive like that you know for what sure
0: mean? and just the evolution of brands new brands coming into the game mm-hmm. as old brands are kind of aging out i think it's good because there's a there's it, it keeps everything fresh it keeps everything like a cycle so nothing stays stagnant there's always there's mm-hmm. always something
1: new fresh something fresh for sure
0: uh number four most overrated high fashion or luxury brand
1: man most overrated i'll say oh i don't even know I don't see the hype with, like, Versace. Kenzo, they got an ego. They're trying to make it better. But, like, Versace, Fendi, that kind of stuff, Louis Vuitton, Red Bottoms. I'm just, like, it's, like, I feel like that died a long time ago, and it's still, like, just people that, like, don't want to let it go. Yeah, yeah, you know
0: what I mean? For sure. Uh, Number five, what's a closet must-have for you?
1: Uh, closet must-have. What do you mean by just like
0: that could be sneakers? Oh, it could be Chrome clothes, Hearts hoodie. Chrome probably clothes.
1: just like amount yeah. a, a of Chrome heart hoodies I have. It's a must have. It's just like something I just throw on. I'm not. I'm big on wearing. I'm not wearing a hoodie right now. But like in the summer, it'd be 110 degrees sure. out. Yeah, I'm yeah. still wearing a hoodie, oh, no shit. shirt underneath. It's like <laughs> yeah. I'm big on hoodies. Hoodies. For I sure. just like the
0: hoodie up vibe. For sure. Number six. Some of you would never get caught dead wearing. Uh,
1: probably Versace or Versace. like like I said, Versace, For Fendi, sure. any of that. Maybe if it's a so, Fendi so, collab or something, but Versace, like so three years that down, Medusa head
0: out of it. So three years down the line, if someone catches you lacking with a with a Versace shirt <laughs> <With> the, <laughs> on, you go keep that on the download. If you catch me in a Medusa
1: robe, just let me pass. Me. Other than that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. For sure. Uh, number seven. Uh, probably the most difficult question on the list. What is your favorite sneaker of all time?
1: Favorite sneaker of all time? Oh, man. It's like, I can't, it's like, a, I'm just going to say the one I don't own because it used to be like, What the Dunks and Red Octobers, but that's like, I got them, so it's like, they're cool. I just, it's, at the end of the day, it's like a shoe you're not going to wear that much because they're expensive, right? right, right. But yeah, I'm going to go with an Air Mag because that's actually the shoe that got me into shoes. Like, really had me, like, because I was just a little ass kid. I like Back to the Future. Right, right, right. I seen that shoe and it kind of made me look at shoes differently. I looked it up. I remember looking at the auctions being like, I want these shoes. Not like even the Nike auction they end up doing. I'm talking about like the auction of the physical shoe right, that right, they right. use in the Back to the Future. Then they ended up releasing them in 2011 through an auction event. And i obviously 2011. I was like, what, 10 years old, or yeah. 11 years old. So it's like I couldn't afford that for 20,000. Sure. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not nah, nah. that time. Yeah. So that's just nostalgic to me. It brings back like a lot. I love the movie. It's just like crazy rare shoe. You know what I mean? A Grail, for sure, for sure. For
0: sure. All right. So that's going to do it for the for the speed run questions. So now I want you to take it back. So obviously you got to bring it back. You got three stores now in the city of Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Uh, so absolutely killing it. Uh, but I want to know a little bit of the backstory. So how did the idea come about? How was the shop founded? Um, and then just like how did it evolve along with like any interesting or significant milestones you faced along the way?
1: Uh, so... It just came about because there was nothing really like this in Vegas. No really buy, sell, trade store. It was Vegas Sneakerhead. Like, you could trade shoes on Vegas Sneakerhead, but it's, like, whoever is willing to trade with you. It's not, like, where you can bring it to the store. They'll just shoot you store credit. Yeah, you can no Shop hub. around. You know what I mean? Not yeah. a hub, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, there's nothing like that out there uh, in Vegas. And then we saw the opportunity. We went the round two in Los Angeles. We love that style, we, like buy sell trade and said we wanna make a store like this, but it just took a while to get the ball rolling because like we we're way smaller. We were like kids out of high school, not much money in their bank right, account. Right, so right. it was like mainly clothes, not really shoes as much. You know what I mean? But we had the different more... Of it. it was supposed to be more clothes at first rather than shoes. Okay. It, shoes got it, us to pick up.
0: Yeah, I feel like it has a bigger market and yeah. just like it's easier to move probably. For sure. Dudes
1: are likely to pay $300 on a pair of shoes and $300 on a shirt. Right. You know what I mean, Yep, absolutely
0: all day and what what were the first items that you remember sort of getting into the market for like what were the things you were like okay this is probably what we should focus on and this probably was going to do the best business for us
1: we've been big on uh vintage we were big on thrifting because we used to thrift a lot back in the day but then also proxying over items from japan just like on uh, auction sites or just like random stuff really you got search for it digging for it we're big on that still to this day but back then we were like importing bait from japan like crazy nowadays in a more modern sense we're importing like vintage designer bags or like chrome hearts from japan it's like we're still importing stuff from japan we're just keeping up with the time
0: for sure for sure and then how did it evolve into having three stores obviously you started with this store and then branched down to two more
1: well we started with this store it was actually half the store we knocked down the wall three years into being open Mm -hmm. Uh, like it was a three-year anniversary and then a month after we expanded our original location and a year after that, it was like we were running out of space. We were getting a lot more known, a lot of people selling us stuff. We found ourselves having like three, four of the same shoe on the shelf, right. same size. So we're like, we need a, a unit where we can distribute more. Right, then right, we right. opened up the North Premium Outlet, which was good because it's like all tourist customer pretty yep. much. It's like a one of the busiest malls in Las Vegas. I love it. I used to work there myself.
0: What story did you used to work in? Yeah,
1: I worked at Tommy Hilfiger, and then I also got hired at Shoe Palace there, and I got rejected by Michael Kors there.
0: Oh, shit yeah (laughs) hey man but it worked out yeah Nah. for sure (laughs) it worked out um yeah and like what would have been i guess the remodeling uh for sure of this store but what else have been has been a significant milestone i guess for you personally and then also for this for the shop
1: like you're opening up another store galleria like that's milestone too just because it was like we went so hard we went with the remodel on the three-year and then like around the four-year we opened up the gallery or the outlet and then around the five year we opened up the galleria so it's like just couple two years out that pace every year literally. or every yeah. year yeah. Yeah, yeah. just took that three years to build up our brand and then every year we've been doing something we're not planning nothing this summer like as far as just our anniversaries but we do have something coming with for one of our stores we're about to make a big change
0: okay for sure um and i guess from your perspective because you have not only been a consumer, but you've also been someone that is like a facilitator or someone that distributes and actually plays a part in the evolution of like streetwear and sneaker culture. So compared to let's say where you were from the very first day you saw the Air Mags to getting into like sneaker game early, probably just as, as like buying for personal use, yeah, um, to now where you see where everything is now. How has how much has it changed? Uh, it's been like
1: crazy. You just see trends come and go, come and go. Like it's, uh, it's definitely changed as far as resale as well. It's like back then, it used to be able to like 2012 take it back. Every single retro Jordan release on Saturday would sell out. There'd be you'd be able to make money on it, and it wasn't even necessarily resellers like it is today. Right. It was just dudes that bought the shoe, one would buy it for it, and it wasn't as much stock as they're pushing out now. Right. So it's like you're able to make a flip. Where now it's like resellers. It's like. Anywhere from like six year old kid to like eighty year old grandpa, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That know like a certain shoe's going to sell. Only doing it for the aspect of money. Where back then, the dude wasn't doing it for money. He knew because he could flip it because it's a cool shoe. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like let me check stockx, see how much the shoe. It was like I'm buying the shoe because I know the homie's going to pick it up, for right? Or yeah, you going to you know, trade it? Yeah, you know what I mean? Something. It wasn't like oh, so stock wise, like a literal market. It was off, like off fun, off just trying to hook people up or off trying to make some quick money off a good release. You know what I mean? For sure. And
0: do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? The way things have sort of turned uh, it's, into? Uh, it's
1: a good thing. It's getting more commercial. It's like, it's getting more normalized. Spending a resale on a pair of sneakers or just, just spending a higher ticket on a pair of sneakers. Cause right. being in this business, I see like kids walk in with parents asking for $200, 300 sneakers, even more. Where like back in the day, my mom would
0: no, hell not. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> hell hell not. Nah. Nah. $200, you hell not. Nah. You hundred like, max. yeah. yeah. Nah. For real. <laughs>
1: so it's like you definitely see a change. It's getting more normalized for sure. And I. It's get, that being normalized is getting more commercial. That's why it's like with our open up stores, it's like never fail just because everyone loves sneakers. It's like you can put one in any mall that doesn't have one. It's going to do some sort of business because for sure it just needs that kind of store.
0: You know for I mean? sure. For sure. And uh, the concept like the buy sell trade store. Um yeah like you said that wasn't something that was really popular before now i feel like it's getting more and more common you kind of see it um more shops opening up more and more like everywhere across the country um how 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 different is that because before i remember there was probably what the UN yeah that was kind of it um but how how different is it do you think uh how much of a community does it foster to kind of have the buy sell trade do you have like repeat customers do you have people that are like Hey, uh, you know, that are kind of coming in here every so often trying to trade shoes that are sitting on their shelves.
1: Yeah, buy, sell, trade is a beautiful aspect because it gives you uh, ways to make profit without the customers giving you money, which a lot of time customers don't want to give you money. You post up a shoe for a few thousand like a grail. Or even like just a quick something, but it usually happens with a Grail sneaker or something like a Travis Scott. We list up for twelve hundred. Someone's not coming in twelve hundred cash for it. They're coming twelve hundred trade for that. That we're seeing the twenty percent profit in. So really, we're seeing like around fifteen hundred off that. Right, right. Where it's like, I, I love the aspect of it. It's like quicker flips, which may be easier to sell three, four shoes that he traded in at the certain price points so that we're making 20% profit on than it is to sell that Travis Scott for 1200 For sure, I mean? for sure. So it brings more revenues and money in, you know what I mean? Easier yeah. ways.
0: And I guess it doesn't limit you from just selling sneakers, so you almost play two different games, two different markets, instead yeah. of just keeping it at one, right?
1: Yeah, and it's like... It's good, like, you can walk up in a store and comfortably be like, you can trade for anything in the store. It's not consignment, we never consign, so it's like, we literally can do whatever we want with our product you know what i mean it's like we don't really give too much discounts being a rare aspect and give a discount for someone or like we're doing some sort of trade like we're just messing with them bumping up their credit you know what i mean right where it's like we don't have to call up the consigner and be like yo can you go lower on price right right it's just right. better being able to like handle your whole inventory it flows faster i guess you
0: have less middlemen to go through yes okay absolutely um do you have any memorable trading story? something that comes to mind
1: memorable trading stories my boy angel uh a rod the plug uh, he runs still moving yeah he um i remember he came in for brand new off-white chicago's that man traded lord knows how many shoes because that was yeah. like an expensive pair yeah, yeah, but, yeah like it was grails too but he had like we flicked it up it was next to a stack of shoes like literally up like two stacks literally up to his waist you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. on top of his like off-white um uh, off white UNLVs, off white pine greens, so like still good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He brought in a lot of other stuff too. Okay. So it was just like a crazy trade with
0: the homie too. Love the homie. For sure, for sure. And what's it like to manage a team? Uh what do you think makes for, for good hires? What makes for good team members? How do you like filter out kind of who comes in and who who stays longer?
1: Uh we kinda really see this more like a family thing. We like uh i would, like reach out to you as far as hiring. And it's, like, uh, you really got to trust, and it's just, like, more of a, a bond, rather bond, because it's, like, yeah, it's a job, but it's, like, it got to be more than that. We're trying to evolve the brand. With only, like, 14 people working, we're not on a corporate level where we let HR handle. It's, like, all the... Right, you know right, I mean? right. So it's, like, you got to look for the right people. I've been lucky enough to have, like, all the homies, a lot of them, I've known since, like, middle school, high school, met some along the way. For people sure. Like, Shoe Palace, like, my boy Angel, Bitnova, I've known him since, like, High school, he runs Galleria Angel. I've known him since Chupalis, Lucas. I've known since like ninth grade, 10th grade. You know what I mean? So it's just like being locked in for a while. So it's just relationships that kind of go way
0: back. You know, you can trust people. Mm -hmm. Do you so would you say it's more so like it's not really something that you have to train someone? It's more just like a trusting and do you enjoy working with them kind of vibe.
1: Yeah, as long as that, just gotta make sure they're on it too. They're not like you, obviously, friends it's good to be homies like we're all homies but then like at work we like got to, business like, is business yeah, business, yeah. Is business we're homies good vibes but like when it's time to get serious you gotta get serious
0: for sure uh and how far into like your how far into into the journey did you start like the actual in-house uh bringing back like hats and tees i'm obviously wearing one right now if y'all uh, can see it on the video
1: we honestly are going getting more serious with it now because we procrastinate with our merch it's like only like two, three drops a year. We're going to be pumping out a lot more. But we originally did our first design a year into our uh our business on our year anniversary. We released a shirt just like kind of our anniversary shirt. Just being like, it had like a car on it racing. And then it like sitting on the back. Like that's a pretty fucking right. fast year. Pool, right. Like on that Franco shit. Like had to fall. It was a cool shirt. Rare. We do giveaways sometimes. Like if you run in like on an anniversary, if you come in wearing that shirt or something, we like. We'll post a post and it's like free shoe or something because it's for like sure. we only made a 100 of those if yeah, you, yeah, yeah if you got that from six years ago you're a real one yeah <laughs> for sure.
0: still holding on to it yeah <laughs> uh it was like yeah i guess like what what's your vision for the future like what do you have any expansion plans at the moment is there anything kind of in the works or somewhere kind of where you would want to take it
1: there is a uh something in the works not really sure what it is yet because like i said it's going to be one of our stores but we're either going to move one of our stores out of state or remodel one of our stores pretty heavy okay so it's like either or it's going to be a good one and it may even be this one just uh, because we're running out of space i want to be able to get um a spot bigger because it's kind of been like it's getting crazy in the back yeah it's getting packed we just remodeled like 10 months ago fixed everything so it's like we're already back to where we were 10 months ago where the store was maxed out
0: so everything's moving super fast
1: yeah it's like crazy everything's like Maxed out, it's like the shelves. Like you see them, they're fully stocked, yep. Not much room, like, you can't really shove a lot of shoes on the shelf. You yeah, know what I mean?
0: Absolutely not. Everything is, is packed yeah. down, it's always busy. Here, there's always someone in here, yeah. It's never slow. Uh, what state would you want to move into?
1: Uh, if we were looking at anything, it's going to be Miami. Oh, shit. yeah,
0: Miami, big time. It's gonna be popping. <laughs> yeah. So, would you move out there, start start working more out there, or uh, I would be out there, here? like,
1: just on weekly? Like, I we have people that would be out there that are with the company right now that we agreed on but yeah, as far as uh me i would probably only be out there like once a month just like checking in on the store
0: for sure for sure yeah. how many employees do you actually have
1: uh 14 or 15 including myself okay yeah so it's a strong yeah.
0: team yes definitely right. a strong team uh do you have any exciting collabs or projects coming up soon or is there any like brand that you would kind of dream to work with
1: uh we have a few cool things we're about to uh the ignite g league if you know what that is yeah, yeah, yeah. we're collabing with them on the t-shirt so oh, that's shit. coming out next month and then we're also going to be doing a uh, sneaker con uh it comes out here so we're going to yeah. be releasing merch for that doing like some sort of sneaker con event for that for and then sure. also our anniversaries next month so it's about to be crazy we always get down like do crazy raffle for our anniversary we're releasing like five pairs of shorts, three shirts, a bag, like jacket, like just a whole capsule, hats, you know what I mean? So it's, For
0: sure. So a whole package. Yeah, pretty much. That's badass. Especially the Ignite G League. How did that come about?
1: Uh a guy, my boy Alex, he uh, shops in here and uh he just kind of dude, he came in here and then he liked the vibe and kind of just suggested it and then I was obviously rolled with that. A few G League players been in here from Ignite, so it's like might as well, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's badass. And how, how how often does that come along, I guess? Because I see you, especially as someone that's very, like, for the people, for the culture. So I'm assuming that whenever anybody comes in here, it, it, you can kind of tell that it's not super corporate. It's not super, like, I'm trying to fuck over a customer and yeah. get, get, like, squeezed out as much money as I can. So I'm assuming anybody who has, like, their own projects or their own businesses coming up would probably be more likely to say, like, you know, this is somebody I'd want to work with. So yeah. how often does that happen?
1: Uh, we don't really do too much collabs, honestly. Like, uh, that's probably our second collab ever. The Ignite one, as far as, uh, our first one was like the homie, Timmy. It's just cause we all wear the brand and we were like, might as well collab. Cause like, we were like, uh, we're just fans of the brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's something we like. So it's like, might as well merge our brands together. You okay. know, it's a cool capsule, too. So it's just got to really like it, you know what I mean?
0: Okay. And how do you gauge kind of those relationships, who you do work with and who you don't?
1: Uh, Like I say, based out of like, based off who we really mess with, you, you know what I mean? Okay. It's like, as far as collab-wise and just, like, clothing, specific.
0: For sure. And would, like, obviously right now you carry kind of... Larger, more well known brands, but would you ever kind of be open to having a more boutique type vibe where like you might stock up and coming brands, you might do collabs with people who are like still starting out?
1: Yeah, we just have to see because it's just something we're always lacking in space, like, right. even with like branded stuff, we have a lot of branded stuff that got to get on the floor as far as like stock and stuff that's why we never really get serious with our merch because we don't really got room in the back to right, carry our right, merch. right so it's like a lot of thought goes into it as far as just like you can't really just throw on you gotta have stock you know what i mean you gotta have space for sure right display for it even like as far as our brand display i think it's a corner in the back i don't even think yeah. it's like to its level that yeah, yeah yeah be, you know what i mean absolutely
0: so we're just trying to build up ours first okay for sure um, and business wise, I guess you, I guess, how, how how old were you when you kind of wanted to start this out when you did start this out? Uh,
1: I opened this at 19, it was like a year after high school. I was working at Sax Fifth Avenue, it was like we already knew it was going to happen before high school, so it, we just like were planning, and then took like a year, really, basically. Okay, and
0: so that's, so that's basically no super in-depth business background no like no, formal education no business, in business loan no yeah, yeah.
1: formal background of business no we have paid our fair amount of fines from just not knowing stuff wow. just being kids you know what i mean yeah, just yeah, like yeah. legal yeah. stuff so it's like definitely we're learning as we go we, we are to learn we're six years in babe at first it was definitely learn as you go type process
0: for sure and what are some of the most important things you've learned along the way that someone listening who kind of maybe wants to get into this or, or a different kind of game would probably want to know
1: uh just like as far as uh like this kind of game stock is like definitely matters like i see a lot of shops open up not too much stock it's like stock definitely matters you want to open up as much stock as you want because once you open up there's a lot more overhead rather than like, you're not going to be able to put, hundred, like, 100% of your profit on inventory. There's going to be more overhead to it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, it's like, you got to have as much before you open up. You know what I mean? For sure.
0: And how did how did you prepare for that? We didn't. It you was didn't? was nothing close to it. We yeah.
1: Had, we had nothing, bro. It was, like, literally a 1,200-square-foot store, just, like, two clothing racks, six shoes, nothing. Yeah, It was, yeah, just yeah. like, build up as we went. For sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what relationships kind of have you fostered? since early in the early days that have helped you out along the way like do you have any people that you reach out to or that kind of pointed you in the right direction when you were still starting
1: not really honestly it's more like just like the support i get from people that uh fuels it like obviously if i've seen successful it's like i love it you know what i mean we're rather right. where back then i'll say like oh you being 19 saying i'm gonna open up a store with zero business experience a lot of friends people i know loved ones families they didn't did not support at all you yeah, know what i mean yeah. they're just like what what are you doing you know what i mean so it's like you just gotta do what you want really want if you have something that's feeling like something's a good idea then really go for it for sure especially if you're getting support <laughs> yeah <laughs> from yeah, some yeah. people
0: and isn't it crazy how sometimes like people that are not even close to you probably support you and fuck with you more than the people that are like supposed to be way there. way way yeah. more i'm
1: saying like close people to me were like no you need plan b well you're, you're going to start college soon you're going yeah i was just like nah i want to open a store and they're like seriously like you know what i mean yeah 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 so but I'm,
0: like, i mean i'm assuming now they're like hey yeah. bro i always knew you were gonna make it no yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> No, <Nah>, no cap <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah i guess like that was really all the the big questions i kind of wanted to talk to you about um so i appreciate you letting me in your shop i appreciate you letting me in the store yes, sir. um and yeah man it was a pleasure having yeah, you yeah,
1: on of course yes, sir. my man appreciate you bro yep Thank all you, right brother.